2022 recap. <laughs> I can't believe like we're doing this right now. It's crazy to think like last year we did this in studio. I love I was, that. I was going to say, I vividly remember recording the same, I mean, not the same episode, but this version of, you know, this episode in 2021 in studio. And it was so fun. I remember it was freezing. We went and got coffees and I spent like $10 on a coffee from whatever that place is called. Felix roasting. Felix. Yeah. I was so cute. So aesthetic, but the coffee is ridiculous. It's (laughs) so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But we had fun. We had a good time. A little Mm -hmm. Soho date. Wait, was that also when we like got ambushed by that homeless man? (laughs) It might've been, it might've been. Uh, good times. Good times. New York. I mean, New York. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, no, this, I need to go back actually and listen. I was going to, but I was actually kind of just going back through my notes and like my 2022 intentions and just like kind of mm-hmm. looking to reflect on how the year has gone. I feel like this year has been insane. Um, and we should get into it, I guess. Uh, Basically, we're going to do kind of a recap of 2022 and then start off with some 2023 intentions. And we talked about this last year, too, but like I like to frame it like as intentions versus goals, just to be more intentional in your everyday life and your everyday routines. Um, So that's kind of why we say intentions. But let's start (laughs) with 2022. What were some of your like favorite moments, milestones, accomplishments, all of that uh, from this yeah. past year. So I, the main one that I can really think of, well, there's two that I really feel like were the most emphasized for me. The first one was getting promoted. So I started like a new part of my career, which is being a people manager. So like up until this moment, I've always been an individual contributor. I've never experienced like managing anyone. And so this year I went from managing no people to managing 10 people. Um, so that was a huge transition for me. And I think it's like looking back on this year will be something super pivotal that happened. Um, so that was really exciting and I'm loving it so far for anyone who's curious. Um, and then the other one was really resetting my health. So a big part of this episode last year for me was like, I need to focus on my health next year. I just had gotten into a place where you guys know, I was like not happy in our apartment. We had rodent issues. Like I wasn't sleeping well. I was eating shit. I was drinking too much. So like just really genuinely in in my entire life, I probably hit like rock bottom for my health. I would say, December of 2021. Um, and so this whole past year has been like about doing a reset for me. I lost about like 20 pounds actually in the last year, which is awesome. That is amazing. Um, That is, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like feeling much better health wise, I'm just putting more emphasis on my mental and physical health, which is really what I wanted to do in 2022. That was like the thing I knew I needed to get together. Um, so yeah, that was huge for me. That's amazing. I feel like that's, I feel like health and like mental health and things like that is always kind of on most people, the top of most people's lists and like when January comes around and like the fact that you did that shit, like you lost 20 pounds, like that's so amazing. 
That's so hard yeah. to do like consistency, you know, like I just feel like January is easy and then the rest of the year kind of, eh. <laughs> I know. And we'll get into it later. Cause I was like reflecting on this past year, talking to Caleb and I tracked my journey and like weight is just one number that I kept track of. I also tracked like my measurements. How do I feel every day? How do I look when I look at myself in the mirror? And obviously some of that is mental. Um, but just as like a rule of thumb, I, I tracked my weight most often for like comparison of how I was doing. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the year, I was like consistently shedding pounds, like feeling really good. Obviously in January, we do dry January, so we don't drink, which is huge. Um, so I was just on a high in February, like feeling so good. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't as consistent towards the end. Um, but yeah, like you said, overall, super happy, super proud of myself. I remember talking to like one of my good friends who she actually lost like a bunch of weight for a big trip and did it in a not so healthy way. And then when she got back from her trip, she gained all of it back. Yeah. And so even though some people might be like, oh, you could probably lose 10 or 20 pounds in like a couple months for me, even though it was a year, it was like healthy and I wasn't doing anything like crazy. I was just eating better and restricting alcohol intake slightly. (laughs) Slightly. Yeah. No, I feel like things like that just, I mean, we hear this all the time. It's not sustainable. You'll gain the weight back. Yeah. So I think incorporating it into your like intention for the year and like really thinking about it and everything you do and like just making healthy choices is obviously the way to go. Because it's just more long-term. It's not like there's an end date. It's like, this is just the way I want to live now, you know? Exactly, yeah. 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 No, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Such an inspiration. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All right, what about you? You have like a million things that happen this year. <laughs> okay, yeah, we say this all the time. This year's been crazy for me. Um, mile- Some of the milestones slash memorable moments from this year for me were definitely, I guess I, I'll do it in order. So I got a new job and a raise, which was very exciting for me because I had actually just gotten a new job the year before. And I didn't really think like I was in the market for a new job. It just kind of all happened so fast. I feel like the, um, I don't know the climate earlier this year, like it just like in my company, people were just leaving left and right. And I ended up my team that I loved ended up leaving. So I was like, okay, maybe it's time, you know, like maybe it's time to look for something and like everything just kind of fell into place. And I'm a huge believer that everything happens for a reason. So like, that's when we decided we're moving to Chicago. Cause I got a job in Chicago, huge raise. Like it was just everything kind of lined up. So that was very exciting. Um, so that was a huge milestone. And then Literally the weekend after that, I got engaged. So it was just like February was an exciting month, um, to say the least. Then we moved to Chicago and got snow, our puppy. So getting a puppy has literally changed our life this year. Go and listen to our puppy episode. Um, and it's so funny because I, (laughs) I remember when we recorded that episode, I was like, yeah, like, it's not really like as expensive as I thought it would be to have a puppy. And literally like maybe two weeks after that, she got like an infection and we had to go to the vet like emergency room. And that shit was so expensive. So like little edit to that episode, things happen, get pet insurance. I have pet insurance luckily. Um, (laughs) so that was like, uh, obviously an exciting thing that happened in 2022. And then 
most recently we got married in October. So it's been a whirlwind of a year. And like, it's crazy because I don't know when we recorded this last year, never in a million years when I have thought all of this was going to happen in 2022. Like I thought, yeah, I'll probably get engaged. That's it from this whole list. That's the only thing that was on my radar. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy. I feel like I was looking back at our notes from recording this episode last year and you literally wrote like, I think 2022 is going to be a huge year for me. Like, I just think big things are coming and it's so crazy because it really was like an absolutely monumental year. And like, it's so funny because I wrote that with the, like I said, with it in mind that I'll probably get engaged. Like that would Mm -hmm. be like, make the year so monumental when like we did way more than that, which is, I mean, it's really exciting. It was such a good year. Definitely best year yet for me. I mean, it's been just a whirlwind. So I can't, yeah, I can't believe how much happened this year. Truly. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so just like reflecting back, what are some ways that we've kind of worked on personal growth this year? Yeah. So I said journaling, this was a big one for me. Um, also something I wanted to really hone in on in 2022, because I just always struggled with it. Like I remember meeting you and you were just so casually like, yeah, I journal, like I do a monthly journal. And I just was like, what? Like, what do you say? What are your prompts? You know? (laughs) know. And I think that would be a cool episode down the road if we like talked about that, but agreed. Um, yeah. Journaling really consistently has been great. So that was great for my personal growth. Also just taking care of my health. Like I've said, just being really consistent with my health. This was the first year of my life that I've been really consistent and not because I was told or forced like in high school, whatever, like you play sports, you have to go to practice. You have to run a mile when you don't want to like Mm-hmm. when you get out of college or even sometimes for people in college, luckily my roommates were all very active. So it kind of forced me to go to the gym, but as a grown adult on my own, this was the first year where I was like actually taking responsibility for my health, which was awesome. And then obviously you guys know we are obsessed with minimalism. I'm sure Maddie, the sun, your list too, but yeah, like decluttering my life a bit, trying to live a better lifestyle. So like when I buy things, they're high quality and not quantity. Um, Mm -hmm. I have no closet space in this apartment that we've been in this year. So that's another aspect of it. Like living in New York. Yeah. Like that's actually kind of a nice thing about living in New York. Like you just don't have the space to have a bunch of shit. Like you just don't know. We really, I don't have that many, like people are shocked when I'll go on, like, I'm going to go, you know, home for, trips or whatever when I went to like we went to Europe for over a week and I just brought like a small carry-on suitcase and it's like a skill I don't own that much I that is and I'm the same way I'm such a light packer and like I love it like I just hate having so much shit on a trip you know and also people never wear that shit like Mm -mm. it's just I don't get it I'll never understand me either. Truly. I like just having my carry on and that's all mm-hmm. I need. Yeah. Anyway, so trying to be more conscious about that, which has been good. And then also cooking and like taking it more seriously. Cause I've always loved to cook. And I knew that 
I liked baking and cooking and I watch the Great British Bake Off and like I follow all these YouTube chefs and everything. But this year, like I kind of invested in myself. I got better like cookware. I bought a New York Times cooking subscription to the app. I've been consistently making new recipes. So that's been awesome too. Taking it to the next level. Yeah. I, level up. Yeah. I I'm not quite on your level yet, but I made homemade pasta again last night. Like yes. I feel like that's that's my one thing I can get behind because it's so good. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, what about you? Those were good ones. I think some ways I worked on personal growth this year. I was on social media so much less, and I just feel like it's helped my mental health, my confidence, all of the above. And when I say social media, I mean like Instagram and TikTok. Like I don't have Facebook. I don't have Pinterest or not Pinterest. Of course I have Pinterest. That's my only <laughs> my only one. I don't have Facebook and I don't have Snapchat. Um, I hate Instagram. Like every time I go on, actually I went on the other day. I just like redownloaded the app on my phone. I was like, let's just see. Like I wanted to kind of clean up the cool girls only Instagram too. And like, um, I was just kind of looking on my feed and like, I I don't know. I just felt like this weird sense that it just felt like Facebook. Like it feels like Instagram is going in that direction where it's like Facebook at this point. I don't know if it's just me or like what's happening. It just feels kind of irrelevant. I know it's so weird. Yeah. I feel like people are just kind of over Instagram lately. And I'm sure people will always use it. I think a lot of people in our age group are going to use Facebook to update their family when things happen, use Instagram to update their friends when things happen, and then just mind fucked by TikTok when they're on it. Like I (laughs) refuse to get it. I'm so over it. People are just literally addicted. I'm so proud of you. I saw you listed this as one of your things. And I was like, I need to address the fact that like, I only do a hiatus. I only like log out of the app for maybe like a couple weeks at a time. I'm definitely going to do it in January detox. Um, for sure. But yeah, you're much more consistent than I am. So I saw you wrote that. I was like, shit. (laughs) I mean, I think the game changer for me is like, I just don't have it on my phone really ever. Um, only like when I'm posting on cool, cool girls only and stuff. And like, though, I mean, I do have it on my laptop too. So like, I feel like if there's ever like a lull or like a boring moment and I'm on my computer, I will like go to Instagram or I'll go to LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And like, I just want to cut that habit because I literally go to it and it's just like, okay. And then I X out. Like, it's just, there's just no point. It's just (laughs) so like ingrained, like to go check. I know. It's so crazy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I like really thought about like actually just deleting my Instagram but I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't really know. I don't really know how how I want to use it going forward. But at this point, I really enjoy just like not having it as a part of my life. And like if it's there and I want to go and look, I can. But like it's not like it's a, a daily thing that I'm just kind of like attached to. Um, And then the whole TikTok part of it, I can't. I just like it's so insane because I'm like, like sometimes I'll download TikTok and I'm just like, let me look, like, let me do some research and see what other podcasts are doing. Because like one goal, I would love to like post TikTok content and kind of spread the word about our podcast a little more. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like that's really where people are blowing up. 
but I'll literally go on and I'm just like sucked in. Like you get sucked into like just scrolling and like watching Dude, videos and like, I don't know. It's, it is insane, but yeah, no, that's I don't something even I don't have it. Yeah. I, I don't even have the app, but I will tell you like when I'm on, I've been on two bachelorettes this year, this past year, I've been home to visit family, like Caleb and I want a trip, whatever. When I'm traveling, I will see people literally just scroll, 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 like ob fucking sussed. Can't detach. Yeah. And it actually, it really just freaks me out. Do you ever see people <laughs> making TikToks in public, like airports? I see it all the time. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like the thing, I don't know, the girl, you go in Soho and you like press record oh, yeah. and yeah, you yeah, like yeah. stand around and look like, I, I know that that's a trend because I saw it on Instagram reels, but yeah. I just, I see it all the time. We were in Soho the other week and it was yeah. like, literally a quarter of the people there are just making content. They're not yeah. shopping. Like I'm trying to walk on the sidewalk. Why are yeah. you? <laughs> I feel like that's, I mean, and this goes even before TikTok. Like, I feel like the reason most, like a lot of influencers live in New York is to take create pictures content. and like create content yeah. in New York city, just because it's such a great place to make content. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's so interesting. And like, it's funny because I'll go on Instagram and like reels, same, same addicting concept. And even on mm-hmm. YouTube now, like that, okay. That is another social that I have like I don't know does YouTube count as social I don't know but I don't know I have the app on my phone and they have YouTube shorts now and yes I hate them I don't like it at all like I want to watch an I want to watch a 40 minute cooking video yes with as few interruptions as possible I don't want to watch a 30 second short like it's I don't get it it's literally TikTok like I have gotten sucked in I'm not kidding like it's (gasps) (laughs) but yeah I don't know I just like have such a I was gonna say love hate but like literal hate hate relationship with social media I just feel like this year has been absolutely amazing without just having that in my life I mean I don't know like it's still there like I, I still go on it sometimes but it's not like it's just a constant um so I think that has been seriously key is so good for my mental health like if anything just so good for my mental health like also like this past year was probably the craziest year that you might have in your life in terms of major milestones that happen you really did have like it was a highlight reel genuinely like being mm-hmm. on the sidelines your life this year was a highlight reel so the fact that all of these amazing positive things were happening to you and you didn't literally post every single fucking second of every day just is amazing there are a lot of people who would be like something good happened to me okay I need to put it on my story I need to post about it like you really were so low-key in a year where your year was not low-key it was so just crazy yeah Yeah. it's funny because like if you go to my feed right now it's like I've only posted I think three times this year and it's a literal highlight reel because the first post of the year was I think getting engaged the second post was getting a dog and the third (laughs) post was getting married so like but you could have been like you could have there are people who post like four different versions of just their engagement photos and then like they get a dog and they have like six different videos Mm -hmm. of their dog like I don't know I I just feel like you could have really taken advantage in a sense of 
your situation. And instead of doing that, you were like, no, I'm actually going to live my life and enjoy this moment in time and yeah. not obsess over coming up with a caption for my new dog. Like, oh my God. You know no, what I mean? Seriously, that is like the game changer because I used to be that girl though. Like in college, I remember like I, Joe would take so many pictures of me. I'm like, I have to post, like I have to post for what? Like I'm not an influencer, but that's just like the way I was literally like the way it was in college. Like when we were in college, it was just such a different vibe. And mm-hmm. like, I always wanted to post. I always wanted to like have a clever, cute caption, but that's just like so out of my mind at this point. And I'm like, when I go anywhere, trips, anything, we do like social media detoxes on trips. And like, I take photos to take photos, not with the mindset, like, oh my God, this is going to be a good post. Like, it's just such a game changer when you stop thinking that way, because I don't know, then you're just not constantly on your phone or like trying to capture something like you're actually like in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge, especially for like vacations, because I feel like vacations are always like a good, I don't know, something good to post, but like, you're not like actually enjoying it or like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so tricky, but I don't know. I think it, it really helped me this year for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's my first, the first way I've worked on personal growth, a very long winded way to say that I am off social media, basically. Um, another way I've worked on my personal growth is really just kind of getting organized with my personal finances and staying consistent with investing. Because like, I know we talked, but I feel like we haven't had like a finance episode in a while, but like, I feel like last year I was like very conscious of what I need to be doing, but I wasn't like actually doing the things I need to be doing. It was more so just like learning. And now this year I've actually set up like, I don't know. I've set up my, um, paycheck to go like some money goes to my investment account. Some money goes here. Like, so I don't even see the money, you know? So it's just way easier for me to like actually invest it or like save it. And then the last point, which you've also brought up was just decluttering my life. So we moved this year, which I love. The only part of moving that I love is to be able to kind of like take inventory of what you have and get rid of shit you don't need. Um, so we did that. And I also like, we had our minimalist episode and I was so into it when we recorded that. And like, I still am like, I really just wish it was easier because I feel like I've really fallen off recently of just like being intentional with my purchases. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you get close to the holidays, black Friday. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like it's harder at this time of year, but I'm really, really starting off the new year in that mindset. Like that is one of my intentions for the year. Again, just being very intentional with my spending and like not obsessing over things I wish I had or like need. Like I really don't need anything. I don't need like, I don't know, materialistic things. I feel like I have everything I need. So I just need to kind of live in that. And I think not being on social media media also helps kind of with that mindset. Um, Yeah, for sure. Something I started doing this year, and I'm sure you already do this. um, I have like a clothing list of things that I really want to like make a capsule wardrobe. So Mm -hmm. a lot of it I already have. Um, but like so minimalist French wardrobe vibes that you see on Pinterest. French girl chic. Yes. Yes. I have made a list in my phone of things that I'm allowed to spend money on 
And so it's like, I have, I think like five or six things. So one of them was like a new wool coat. So when I went and got a wool coat, I wasn't like stressing out about spending too much money because I knew it was something I actually was missing in my closet and I could spend some money on it and that's fine. So that's been working for me. I just need to stick to the list. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's such a good idea. Like have the staples. I know I see all that stuff. That's like my Pinterest feed, literally like French girl outfits, French girl aesthetic. Like that has made me, the bad thing is it makes me want to buy Chanel flats and like, no, like I just don't (laughs) need to do that. It's insane, but they're always wearing Chanel flats. I'm like, that looks so cute. (laughs) I know I've been looking at loafers. I have black loafers on my list. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I asked my mom for Rothy's for like pointed Mm -hmm. flats for Christmas. Cause I'm like, at least I'll have a pair of flats so I can have like these outfits kind of look like (laughs) these French girls. I'm not spending a thousand dollars on Chanel flats. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into our biggest lessons learned from this year. Ooh. Um, I think my biggest lesson is to honestly just like, don't underestimate yourself. I feel like I accomplished a lot this year. Like, like I said before, more than I thought was possible, more like, I don't know, just don't underestimate yourself. I got a raise. I got a new job. And like, I just didn't think that was going to happen for me this year. And it did. Um, so yeah, that's literally all I have to say. Like, don't underestimate, don't underestimate yourself. You've got this 2023 is going to be an amazing year. I love that. You're so positive. Um, (laughs) I said everything usually happens for a reason. I feel the same way as you do. I felt that way for a long time, but this year was a reminder of that. Like 2021 ended on a low note and 2022 was all about getting my shit back together and like coming back from a low point. So sometimes I was like, oh my God, I hate that we went through this horrible situation, but at the same time, we got out of it. Something good happened from it. Like we learned from it. So that was mine. And then the other one was consistency pays off in the end. That's so true. That's one of my intentions for the new year, just consistency. Cause I agree. I think like when you're consistent with things, it just like becomes ingrained in you. And that's just like part of your life. Like you said, with your health journey, like just like how you live your life now. Yeah. And I love good it. Things, good things take time. For sure. Totally. Okay. Let's get into some tips for starting 2023 off on the right note. So something that I need to do slash needed to do is like reevaluate what I actually want this next year to be and base that off of how last year went. So don't just like move for me, a goal that I really slacked on was my finance goals. So like I had a specific goal for how much I wanted to put away like per month, I think. And I did not even do anything near that. Like it was absolutely not even close. So instead of just moving that goal to 2023, I need to reevaluate like, why didn't it work? What do I need to do differently? Like, is this still a goal that makes sense for me? Um, so that's kind of my my tip is to rethink and evaluate what you really want. Don't just be like, I want to lose 10 pounds or like, I want to move to the city. Like really think about what you need. No, and I then, love that. 
wait, let me, let me add one thing to that because I feel like that was me a few years ago before, like I started really getting, getting into like, I don't know, personal growth and like just understanding things I want in life. I feel like when you make goals that are like so impossible to hit, or like I would have these crazy finance goals. Like I want to save X amount, but like, I have no idea why I picked that number. It just sounds good. It's like, I'm never going to hit that. So I think you need to like make things realistic as well. Like I love what you said, reevaluate and make things realistic because then when you hit them, I think it's just easier to like level up. Like, okay, I hit that shit next month. Let's save a little more. Um, other than rather than just, I don't know, not hitting it. And then it's just out the window. Let me just spend all my money. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Like hitting a goal and being successful at it and then moving your, like moving it up a notch, like you said, is so much better than setting an unrealistic goal, never hitting it, feeling defeated, feeling not confident in yourself. Like obviously don't say save a dollar a month. That's a little <laughs> low, that's, but yeah, yeah. that's like, a starting point, I guess. Right. Right. Like be realistic and know if it gets better. Amazing. Like it can get even better than what you planned. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I said was like realizing what is and is not in your control. So this is something that I really want to focus on in 2023. I'll get into it as we move more into like the 2023 topic and goals and everything. But I just feel like I struggle a lot, especially with work, um, like getting emotional and worked up and like just upset about things that are literally out of my control and I have no way to like fix them. Mm -hmm. So understanding when I can control things and when I can't, and I need to just like let it play out the way it's going to play out is something I need to work on. And I think that also like has a lot to do with taking things personally. And like, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's something I really kind of I don't know. I I feel like this year I just did not take things personally. And I feel like it's so hard to do, especially when it comes to work. Like you think things are really directed towards you or like, I don't know if, if someone's having a bad day and like, right. There's an awkward conversation. Like, I don't know. I think you really can't take anything personally. Like everyone's going through something. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with like things you can and can't control. You can definitely control how you react to things and like, don't Mm -hmm. take just don't take it personally. Seriously. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I love those. I said review what worked and didn't work for you in 2022. Similar to what you said, just kind of take inventory of like how your goals went, what you want. Like, I mean, everyone changes like throughout the year, like you might not want the same things you wanted, um, at the beginning of the year last year. So setting new goals, just kind of having a fresh slate, fresh start, I just love this time of year. Some people are like, well, you should be able to set goals at any time of the year. And like, I agree, but I just love that. It just feels like it's a fresh start. You know, it's, it's sometimes a little easier to start goals off at this time of the year. And I also said, don't be hard on yourself. If you didn't hit certain goals, just move forward and focus on what you can control now. So similar to Jordan, just like figure out what you can control and focus on that because that's literally all you can do. So those are my love it. Love it. Let's get into some of our 2022 favorites. 
Um, let's start with book. What's our favorite book from the year? Oh, I just love this part of this episode. Um, my favorite book I read this year was taste by Stanley Tucci. Also obsessed with his show searching for Italy. I love Um, that show. I love him. Yeah. I love him. I love the show. I would buy or make anything he suggests. Like I'm just obsessed. And his book was so good. Okay. I need to read it. Um, was it just like about his time in Italy or just what is it about? It was a lot of just like his journey the last several years of his life. So like, I didn't know this, but he was super ill. I want to say he had cancer. I'm already forgetting. I read the book months ago, but he was very ill at a point in the last like several years. And he talked about that journey. He talked about growing up like in an Italian family and what that was like. So it was much it was less about food than I thought it would be, but obviously food is like a focal point throughout. So mm-hmm. I don't think you need to be like into cooking to enjoy the book. Okay. Good to know. I'll have to check it out. Um, my favorite book from the year was called Flicker in the Dark. It was so good. I it's just like one of those books I couldn't put down. It was like a good like thriller slash like kind of murder mystery type book. It was really good. Um, and I'm currently reading the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which like, I feel like people say is like one of the best books, I don't know, to read when you really want to get into reading and it's really good so far. So I haven't finished that yet, but, um, I would say flicker in the dark. It's really good. I know you bought it for me. I need to read it. It's on my list for next. Yes. Okay. What is our favorite restaurant we tried? Um, I am like obsessed with Chicago restaurants. I have tried a lot. It, my favorite though is still Momotaro, this delicious Japanese restaurant in West Loop. It's just so good. Like I love it and I will continue to go back as often as possible. <laughs> it is pretty pricey. So it's kind of like a special occasion, but it's so good. What about you? Yeah. Mine are also very pricey. So I said Balthazar and Keens were my favorites that I tried last year. Um, obsessed balthazar is totally worth the hype and i was kind of worried and keen's too both of those are very hyped up restaurants like they're very classic good luck getting a reservation kind of places i wouldn't say it's at the same level as like a donny and g or a carbone like it's possible to go there actually (laughs) um but yeah so so delicious like some of my easily favorite meals i've had in my life were at those two places so oh my god okay, would that's recommend good to know because i haven't been to balthazar and like i've always wanted to go so i made a reservation for four um on january 2nd <laughs> when we're coming oh. if you guys are i was going to say is that again. for us yes no that's oh for us oh my god <laughs> yes i love okay. that Yay. no it's literally amazing i'm excited yay okay cool Okay. Favorite trip. What was your favorite trip? This is obvious. Mine was, yeah, mine was so obvious for me. I, I saw this and I was like, Oh my God, what was my answer last year? Like I was trying to remember and it's Portugal. Like this was an amazing trip. Caleb and I went for about a little over a week and we did Porto and Lisbon. We did like a winery tasting tour. We did all the things. It was just so much fun, amazing food, a really, and it, inexpensive trip too which was great so that's amazing I feel like this was the year for Portugal I feel like I saw so many people that went to Portugal this year just looks gorgeous it was beautiful and I like something that I don't think enough people talked about before we went which was 
so key in our experience was everyone there is so nice and everyone is on vacation mode. Like in general, um, Lisbon is very much so a vacation destination, almost like how we would describe like Miami or something like that. So everyone there was just having a grand time, eating good food, drinking for every meal. Like it was just great. It was good vibe. That's the energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to take into 2023 that Portugal energy. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? Mine, I I really did not travel a lot this year at all. Obviously, just kind of crazy year. But my favorite trip was our Arizona mini moon. We went to Sedona. Such a relaxing time. I mean, it was the chillest trip I've probably ever been on. We like planned nothing beforehand, which honestly is kind of my new vacation vibe. I don't want to plan things. I want to like see where the day takes me and plan things as we go because it just feels so much more relaxed. Um, so that was my favorite. I mean, Sedona's gorgeous, super pretty. I did get elevation sickness, but you know, I guess it happens. <laughs> okay, and then yeah. this is a fun one. Our favorite cool girls only episode. <laughs> we put like 10. <laughs> you guys. And what's funny is I'm looking at our answers and like I don't think any of these were major, major like top listens either, but I think they're the best. So I chose my top three because I'm just obsessed with us. Um, in third place would be Best of NYC with Anna B. I just thought it was awesome. It was such a good conversation. I will listen to it multiple times in order to get all of the recommendations she spits out. So like mm-hmm. if you're going here for a trip, if you're moving here, whatever it may be, if you live here, that is a killer episode. And then I also did um, House Plans 101 with Kate and Lila from Flourish. Again, like just like super, super nice people. So fun. So educational. I just was absolutely obsessed. And then this one is actually a recommendation from Caleb that I kind of forgot about it, but then I I was listening to it again and it is so fire. So the last one, which I think is probably my number one would be our job interviews 101. So we talk about like finding confidence. We just give a ton of tips. We both are super genuine in our experiences and it was just a great episode. And I think it's tangible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Didn't you listen to that before you interviewed again? Yeah, I lit- I listened to it twice before I interviewed for the promotion I got this year. And it really and she did. Got like the promotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it works. It, it works. <laughs> yeah, no, that was such a good one. I also put the best of NYC with Anna because I loved that conversation. And I also just loved all of the spots she gave us. Like, so mm-hmm. many spots to try. I mean, I don't live in New York anymore, but when I come back, I got a list. Um, so I really liked that one. And then I, I will say probably my favorite, I did have my wedding episode on here. I like that. And then also the wine night we had with my engagement recap. I just like that. I'll have those to listen to like years down the That's road. So true. Yeah. Like there's one wine night. This was, I guess in February, when we, when I just kind of like, we were just chatting, I recapped like how Joe proposed and it's just like so fun to go back and listen to. Um, I mean, I don't know why I said that. Cause I haven't really gone back and listened to it, but I need to. And I think it'll be fun to go back and listen to it like a few years from now. Um, along with my wedding recap, I just think those are just great, great recaps to have, um, for when I want to go back and be nostalgic. Yeah. You can like remember every detail. Cause it's all, 
it's all there. recorded. It's documented. Yeah. So true. I love it. All right. Well, let's move on to 2023 intentions, all the things like I'm ready. 